Why aren't there more women learning welding? That was the question Samantha Ferruja posed to herself after taking a welding course while she was earning a master's degree in urban planning at the University of Michigan in 2014. You've heard the old adage, if you want to do something right, you got to do it yourself. And that's exactly what Samantha did, creating Women Who Weld, a Detroit area intensive training program for women. Women Who Weld has a 100% program to employment placement rate. And thanks to its designation as a pre-apprenticeship program with the Detroit Area Ironworkers Union, it's beginning to send women to jobs in construction. One of these women is Kyle Tripp, who is currently working as an ironworker at Barton Mallow following her respective completion of the Women Who Weld program. Utilizing goats to clear vegetation on a steep hillside to save on manpower and ensure safety. We've done that. Watching a world-renowned architect crumble up a piece of paper and tell you that's how they want their building to be designed. We've been there too. Ever envision a bricklaying robot or material lift unit assisting laborers with the building? No, it's not something out of the Terminator. We've done that on our projects. Every project has a great story. With over 2,000 team members and more than 97 years of experience in the construction industry, we at Barton Mallow have more than a few to tell that don't fit the usual industry coverage. I'm Eric Fish. And I'm Rob Riley. And we're both Barton Mallow team members and the hosts of this podcast. We're going to be bringing you the untold stories from the job site, the weird, the wild, and the unconventional paths to success. It's construction, but it's said differently. Welcome to episode two of Said Differently, a Barn Mallow podcast. Thanks so much for joining us and a big thank you for the warm response to our first episode. We're excited to be joined today by another one of our Barn Mallow team members, Anna Cangelosi. Anna, thanks for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk more about women who weld. Yeah, same here. Looking forward to the, the discussion with Samantha. In the few short years since its founding, Women Who Weld has trained more than 400 women, some who have come from as far away as California. As a nonprofit organization, it relies on grants and donations to host seven week-long intensive training courses per year, as well as numerous single-day courses, and it subsidizes the cost with its students to make it more manageable to attend. We recently paid a visit to Samantha and Women Who Weld's Detroit Training Center to learn more about the program offerings and how there's really nothing quite like it out there right now. We're now pleased to be joined by Samantha to chat a little bit more about it. Hey, Samantha, how's it going? You've got uh, Rob, Eric, and Anna here in Southfield. Hi, guys. So, Samantha, just start by telling us a bit about what got you interested in welding. Yeah, so I was pursuing my master's in city planning and design at the University of Michigan in 2013. And I had been interested in learning how to weld for a few years, but never really thought that I would have the chance to learn. Uh, And then within the first month of my master's program, I learned that there were these two-hour intro to welding workshops for students of the planning and architecture programs. So I signed up immediately. Um, And I I loved welding from the moment I laid my first weld, and I I just wanted more. Now, that's great that you found something you were really passionate about. What drove you to start Women Who Weld? Yes. So within moments of uh, striking my first arc, I I realized I loved it. Um, I was also pretty good at it. It just, it made sense to me. And I'm not someone who can necessarily pick things up very quickly, but welding was something I was just really good at right away. Um, and I, I wondered why there weren't more women who were welding in the fabrication lab with me at the time. So immediately I, I also had this idea like to form an organization to enc- encourage more women to weld. And actually before my master's program, I 
had worked, I had spent many years working in business development and marketing and advertising at a technology startup in New York City. And the focus of my master's program at the time was city planning and economic development. Um, and at the same time, I was also a graduate student instructor for a course on architecture and sustainability at the University of Michigan. And I found that I really enjoyed being an instructor. So I took all of my interest and experience and kind of merged it with my newfound love of welding to start Women Who Weld. Thanks, Samantha. What kind of response have you received from participants and their potential employers? Yeah, so Women Who Weld has been pretty life-changing for, I would say, most of our participants um, as they've gone on to work as custom fabricators and iron workers, um, sheet metal workers, pipe fitters, production welders, welding engineers, and so on. Um, so we equip participants with a skill and enable them to improve their economic standing while also diversifying the workforce and strengthening the output of interrelated businesses and industries in Southeast Michigan and throughout the country. That's awesome. On the employer side, I, I often hear from the, um, employers who have hired um, former women who well participants and uh, you know, employer will call me up and say, um, this you know, former participant is extremely knowledgeable about welding. Um, they're, they're reliable, they're punctual, they follow safe. Uh, strict safety standards and our intensive welding training program prepares participants to operate safely on the job to understand the fundamentals of MIG um, or GMAL welding such as welding on um, all joints in all positions uh, on mild steel primarily. You know I, I know you were talking a little bit about it earlier in this conversation but you've, you've had students from all over the country yeah, we've had participants um, primarily from Detroit and, and Metro Detroit, but um, we have had participants come in from as far as California and everywhere in between because Women Who Weld is very unique. Um, it's hard to find anything else like us in, in the country, uh, perhaps even the world. So um, it's it's a draw for people to come to Detroit and perhaps even relocate to the Detroit area um, once they have this skill in welding because welding jobs are plentiful in Southeast Michigan. So when we were visiting you uh, in Madison Heights about a month ago, you did tell us a story about a couple graduates and their safety practices. Can you tell that story again? The president of a fab shop in Detroit uh, called me up after he had hired two uh, former participants and he said, what's going on? Everyone's in respirators. Everyone's operating safely. What have you done to my crew? Kind of jokingly and laughing. And, you know, he said the, the two women had showed up with uh, these respirators on and I guess the guys in the shop, they were the first two female hires ever. And the guys in the shop were walking up to them saying, hey, what? what are you wearing on your face and, and why? And they were like, oh, well, it keeps your lungs safe and it keeps you protected while welding. And so I guess everyone went out and, and bought the same respirator so that they could also remain safe while grinding and, you know, just creating particulate matter in the air that they want to protect their lungs from. So we understand Women Who Welds Intensive Welding Training Program is an approved pre-apprenticeship program with Michigan Ironworkers Local 25. Can you talk about how that came to be and, and just the significance of how it opens up opportunities in the construction industry? Yes. So several uh, former Women Who Well participants were or are apprentices with uh, Ironworkers Local 25. And Matt Rajda, who is the apprenticeship uh, training coordinator, was impressed by the caliber of talent. So he requested an evaluation of our curriculum. And after that review, Women Who Weld was approved as a pre-apprenticeship training program with Local 25. 
So that means anyone who completes our intensive welding training program and meets Local 25's minimum requirements are eligible for direct entry into Local 25's apprenticeship training program. And apprenticeship training programs are highly competitive and selective. So this relationship is a, a big deal. And it's a great opportunity for a qualified women who weld participant to gain entry into Local 25's apprenticeship training program. And it but at the same time, it also allows Local 25 to continue to diversify their membership. So, Samantha, what's the long-term goal for Women Who Weld? Where do you see the program going in the next five years? So, our long-term goal is uh, to continue to keep growing incrementally year over year. Um, and in five years, our goal is to have trained an additional uh, 1,000 women to weld. Uh, and we also want to keep diversifying the welding workforce and to continue to advocate for women in the trade. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks, Samantha. We really appreciate your time. Um, I know we've got a couple of folks here within our group that want to take the single day weld. So I'm sh sure you'll oh, see cool. them back again. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And then maybe well, if you'll let a couple guys come in too, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. According to a report in Construction Dive, women only account for about 9% of all employment in construction. And this includes administrative and office work, not just skilled trades work. And only about 5.5% of all welders are women. One of them is Kyle Tripp. Kyle completed Women Who Welds week-long intensive training course and then joined the Local 25 Ironworkers Union the program is affiliated with. She's been with Barton Mallow since February of 2021 and is nearly three years into an ironworker apprenticeship. We met up with Kyle on the Detroit construction site she's working on over the summer, and now we're excited for her to join us once again. Kyle, thanks for joining us. How's it going, guys? Going well, going well. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. All right, Kyle. So let's kick things off by just talking about women who weld and I guess how they opened up this door for you into ironwork. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I had caught wind of them um, maybe about five years back now. And I just saw like an ad basically on Facebook. Like if you're into welding, like here's an opportunity. You can take a class, whatever. So I took a class um, for a day and then I really loved it at the moment, but didn't really do too much with it like tried it that was fun um and then you know like a year or so down the line i ended up getting an email since i was already like connected with them and i saw that i could apply for their intensive welding workshop i ended up getting into women who weld um for that cohort and then um, through there, Samantha introduced us to, you know, the different trades that you could use welding in. And um, I remember her showing a slide of an iron worker a couple hundred feet up, hanging upside down um, from some iron, doing some welding. So, and I was like, yeah, that looks cool. I want to do that. Right. No, that's... So I really just, without a thought, applied. And then within a month, I was in in the local 25 so it was super good um she, her and her husband both were um amazing i mean they had 10 individuals that basically have never welded before and they got all every single one of us out in the field after the course so w with the job in welding so i think it's amazing you know it's really empowering unemployed or underemployed women um, in this area. So it's a great thing they're doing. Definitely changed my life. 
Right. That's interesting. And, and, you know, just that comment that you just made, it, it changed my life. Like what, what were you doing before then? And, and I guess what, what attracted you into to this, this program and, and just kind of a career change like this? Yeah. So growing up, I, I don't know. I never really knew what I wanted to do as a career. I graduated high school, um, didn't go into college. I figured I'd just join the workforce and kind of figure out in that way, like what I want to do by kind of basically doing a lot of jobs that I figured out I didn't want to do. So um, I guess it was, I felt like it was never really like pushed or even offered or um, explained like the, the opportunities that the trades provide. So like going through that welding course, um, I found I loved working with my hands. They told us about the trades, the union, and it was it was a no brainer. It completely flipped my my life around. I didn't know what I was going to do, living paycheck to paycheck. You know, now I look back, and that was that was two and a half years ago, three years ago, and I haven't looked back since. What is it that you love about ironwork? It's badass. I mean, you got to be, you got to stay on your toes. You got to be alert. Um, you got to show up. What I definitely love is it's you got to work as a team. I mean, you got to have each other's backs. Uh, it's it's a dangerous job, and you got to look after your partner and everyone you're working with every day. So it's just it's really hard work, but it's really really um, like gratifying work. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, at the end of a job, whatever you, you know, you leave the site, and you know, for the rest of your life, you can drive past whatever you built, and you know, annoyingly tell everyone that you built that. There's a lot of pride in that. What advice would you give any women interested in a career in the skilled trades or someone interested in exploring a women who weld workshop? I can't say enough good things about women who weld. Like they were literally my stepping stone into basically like my future. So um, if, you know, you're interested in working with your hands, you're interested in welding, and obviously you can take welding into any other trade. It's not just ironwork, but I think it is also pretty cool. I'm on a job in Detroit working on a crew of four female welders. So that's super cool. And I'd just love to see it grow. This is excellent. Like I said, Kyle was awesome when we, when we uh, went out to the site and really appreciate the time here. Yeah, no, I appreciate it too. I mean, like, I just want to advocate more for um, women joining the trades and you know, obviously I'm, um, going to push for, uh, as iron workers or welders specifically, but yeah, with any interest, you know, definitely I would recommend anyone checking out women who weld, they're doing um, amazing things for, um, this area and women and, you know, in part the trade and it's all, it's a good partnership going on. Thank you for listening to this episode of Said Differently, and thanks to Samantha Faruja and Kyle Tripp for joining us to talk more about women in the trades and the efforts to help them get there. Be sure to subscribe, rate us, and pass along any positive word of mouth. We'll talk to you again soon and look forward to sharing some of the unique, untold, and in this case, stories of the people from the construction site. Said Differently is a Bart Mallow podcast. To learn more about women who weld, visit womenwhoweld.org. For additional information, including photos of our team's visit to Women Who Weld, go to bartonmallow.com.
This is Said Differently, a Bartonello podcast.